This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. And now back to your regular programming. You've never heard less productive analysis. Heard nationally, it's the Believe in FCS Football Podcast with Joe DeLeon and Sean Anderson. We're back here on the Believe in FCS Football Podcast. Joe DeLeon, Sean Anderson, two former FCS football players from the University of Rhode Island. Also, apparently, bulletin board material for the North Dakota State football team. Not enough to motivate them today, Sean. We're recapping the national championship game. And in a shocking turn of events, they weren't ready to play 45 to 21. They get walked by South Dakota State. Sean, how are we doing today? It was, and that's a great term to put it, it was a walking. It was a bath. It was uh, taking South Dakota State taking North Dakota State out behind the woodshed and putting them down. It was a, I mean, not an entertaining game. If it was entertaining, if, if you wear the yellow and blue is what I'll say. Uh, if if you're wearing the green and yellow and then you decide to put me and Joe's mugs in your hype video, which interesting choice. Uh, but uh, can we can we talk about this for one? So we're going to do the read and then we're going to break down the game. I, uh-huh. I have to talk about that. We were sitting here. I, I'm at Radio Row um, for the national championship stuff. Congratulations. Um, what? Congratulations. Shut up. Okay, sorry. And I was sitting here and Jamie messages me and lets me know that like hey you're in the hype video and i'm like what watch the whole thing find it spot the clip and just to think how far we've come that that was who they had to pull from us two dorks two guys that half the time are making poop jokes before the show yeah were and the during. ones that they decided to feature in their hype video i, I think they've got bigger problems considering <laughs> what the final score was but the funniest part and I had a listener comment on when I quote tweeted and posted just the portion that we were in. Yeah. That we're like really pro North Dakota state. <laughs> we're just analyzing Here's the, the thing. Game. I think I've stayed rather unbiased. You have in the last couple months, you've taken a lean towards, well, it's not even a lean against them. It's been more South Dakota state realistic. is so legit. And then it, you were so pro South Dakota state and, and, and how good their team is that I guess North Dakota state, took umbrage with that well no i i think this is what it was i think that the media guy who made the hype video was like okay we need to find some people doubting (laughs) that was right (laughs) that was the only other uh video that they could pull uh and they pulled a very short snippet of the full clip that i had but uh regardless i mean it was fun again not a fun day for the bison though no i like seeing the camp hack banner make it yeah i'm a little I got to admit, I'm a little miffed that they cut out the Believe branding and the FCS football podcast branding. <laughs> it was just our we, faces. I'm like, <laughs> like, we don't get the benefit from that at all, except for saying like, hey, cool, look at this, um, which is you know mildly annoying, but uh, it is what it is, Sean. Um, I want to get into this game, though. I want to break down what happened because as everybody was watching all the games and in the hospitality room for the, the media crew, everyone was watching the, uh, the NFL games. Sure. And I made sure that they had the FCS game on 
on one of the monitors, uh, I might have been the only person watching this game, but it slowly started to get more and more boring. We're going to get into it. Can you just share with our listeners a quick message from our sponsor, Bet Online? Yeah, Bet Online. If you put your five and a half on South Dakota State to win today, you won some money. And if you were at a terrible sports bar with like me, watching their uh, watching the game on ESPN Plus on their phone while your friends are making bad bets on the NFL games on <laughs> Bet Online, then that's how you were spending your Sunday afternoon. Didn't love that it was on a Sunday still, but it's all right. Bet Online, you could still mess around with some NFL action, mess around with some college football action for the national championship and FBS coming up tomorrow. If you feel some type of way about that, regardless, Bet Online features live betting free contests live scores for almost any of your sport uh, or game imaginable uh, head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus with your first deposit make sure to use promo code believe b-l-e-a-v to receive your rewards bet online where the game starts i hear a lot of new year's resolutions i haven't heard i want to gamble more in in the new year uh let's start making that happen i want to hear people saying hey this is the year i'm really going to take up gambling and sports gambling do that at bet online <laughs> It's I, really want properly, I really want to properly react to that, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to, um, but I, I do it responsibly. That's all I'm going to say. Do it sure. responsibly. And it's a, it's a, it is a good news, new year's resolution. As long as you are not, uh, betting your rent money, um, to ah, double your rent money. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. Responsibly. Definitely. You don't 100%. think people have said, Oh, I could have free rent for a month with this bet. <laughs> you don't think people have said that before. Say it again. You don't think people have said that before? That that well, they can I know, make some I know, money. I know one person in particular who has, and he is a very negative example. No. So I, I know one. Everyone knows that one person who does it. But yes. I wish I put my rent money on South Dakota State Dude. minus five because yeah. I would have cleaned house with the way that they played in this game. Heck, I would have teased it as far as I could have teased it to if I had known that this game was going to play out the way that it did. Sean, I tweeted this immediately after the first scoring drive. So at the beginning of the game, they stopped North Dakota State, and North Dakota State's just running the ball. I think it was four or five straight times, stopped them. South Dakota State gets the ball, and it wasn't like a quick hit, immediate touchdown. That's not South Dakota State. It was a seven yards, eight yards, 10 yards, just grind it out, pick up first down, pick up first down, pick up first down, and get close every single play positive yardage every single play one of the easiest drives that i have ever seen for a first drive specifically a first drive in a national championship game and south dakota state coasted their way to that first touchdown and i think that was a really good uh metaphor for how this game played out the way that it played out the entirety of it was just ease for South Dakota State. I don't think there was a single spot where I was watching this game, except maybe that that tying touchdown that North Dakota State had early, that I thought, wow, this this is going to be a hard-fought battle. It's no like, oh, okay, they're just working. They're, they're just going to work. They're having an easy time. And I didn't see much of a fight from North Dakota State. It was a lot more difficult for them to pick up first downs and pick up chunk plays that not really a challenge for South Dakota State, which is so odd to see in a game between South Dakota State and North Dakota State. In a 1v2 matchup in the finals, this wasn't neither of these teams were a Cinderella story. It was 1v3. Or 1v3, pardon me, pardon me. Yeah. Uh the to to give up 283 yards on the ground to South Dakota State, who made every single rush look easy. Every single running play looked easy. And every single running play for North Dakota State looked hard as hell. The South Dakota State defense looked like they were making it hard as hell on North Dakota State. And Swarming. South, the South Dakota State's like, okay, first gap's closed, second gap, gap's 
uh, wide open. I'm going to go for eight. Uh, Isaiah Davis, 22 for 103 and a touchdown. Amar Johnson, welcome. Uh, a nine carries, 126 and a touchdown. Really, uh, Gronowski also 57. He had, he had a back-breaking run in the second half for that uh, for that long touchdown run. I mean, there were so many major like like ease plays for South Dakota State on offense, and then on defense, they just forced back-breaking turnovers and, and game enders and daggers, and you knew it was over. Uh, I, I I don't you knew it was over in the third quarter. I, I, North Dakota State tried to rally and bounce back. They tried, they tried, they tried. They couldn't. They couldn't get out of their own way. They couldn't find a rhythm on offense. They couldn't find uh, any strength on defense. It was just a game where they were outmatched and outcoached on both sides of the ball. Look, I will give credit to Cam Miller. Yes, for having a bounce back game compared to what he did against Incarnate Word. Like that's bottoming out the way that he played against Incarnate Word as a passer. As a runner, he was a good player, and I think in this game he provided the the same level of value that we're used to as a runner. He ends up being the leading rusher for North Dakota State, which is just not sustainable. Uh, As good of a rusher as Cam Miller is, we know that their weekly success has come from getting the ball to guys like Kobe Johnson and Tamarick Williams, getting to as many different backs as they possibly could, and nobody went over 65 yards out of any of those running backs. Them not having Hunter Lupke, I think, was a, a really debilitating factor as well. They had him in the first time that they played, and that game was a lot closer. But one thing as well for me, Sean, is is the turnovers. So we get two picks from Cam Miller. Some of them were later on in the game. Um, a Kobe Johnson the, the, fumble. Yeah, and then we got the Kobe Johnson fumble that happened as well. The turnovers, you can't do that against South Dakota State. I I don't remember if we brought it up in our keys to the game when we were talking about it, but South Dakota State is a very opportunistic team. They punch you in the mouth when you make mistakes, and that's exactly what they did. They took advantage of all of the opportunities of the mistakes that North Dakota State made in this game. They needed to play perfectly on offense, and turning the ball over was really, really hurtful for them. Yeah, I like the deep shot that they took. uh, I I, I like some of the things that they were doing, but it was never enough to make a drive that instilled much confidence into the North Dakota State fans or it looked into the team itself. I mean, the players would be fired up, but then it's, okay, all right, let's get some momentum on this drive, and then South Dakota State rips it for 25 yards. I think it happened directly after the long touchdown pass uh, uh, in the third quarter uh, Mm -hmm. for North Dakota State. Okay, two-score game or two-ish score game, and then Isaiah Davis 25 yards off the off the edge. I'm like, oh, okay, they're already at the 50, and they're they're striking the score again. That that's that's not taking advantage of the momentum that you had, no matter how little it was, you still need to be able to take advantage of it at the most uh, that, that you can. North Dakota State did not do that. When, when they had a shot to do it, they did not. And, and their defense could not contain that South Dakota State rushing attack for it looked like more than two plays. It seemed like every other play that I look up or I'm looking down or wherever I'm watching this game, it was not uh, a sustainable defense for the game. No, absolutely not. By the way, can we can we talk about? I don't know if you saw this play, but do you do you remember the the pop? I, I guess it's a pop pass, the one that they called. Yeah. To, uh, to it was to to Michael Morgan, who's a an H back. He's listed as a fullback tight end on the roster. And I, as soon as he scored the touchdown, I'm like, who the hell is this? Who who the hell is this guy that just scored this touchdown? But they they ran um, a, a really heavy tight end front with multiple guys on the right side of the line of scrimmage. And that was a really fun play call. Like that is some like we're beating your ass. We're coming out. We're gonna we're gonna really get you to bite on Gronowski carrying the ball. 
you're going to over pursue, you're going to overplay that read. And then here comes Morgan over the top for the quick pop pass. That was really fun. I was geeked up. I was losing my mind <laughs> watching the game in the, in the media hospitality when that happened because of uh, just, I, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of goofy, but at the same time, it's disrespectful. I, mean, and just I, like, I thought it was like, smart. I thought that was, first of all, theft. Uh, because that they le- they learned from Holy Cross and and all the trickery that they that they did against oh, us. Yeah. So they said, "All right, hey, this is what you did to us. Uh, why don't we just pocket this away a little bit, and then maybe we could use it down the line?" And they did. They, it wasn't like an over. And we saw the trick plays that North Dakota State was trying to do fail, fail, mm. fail. South Dakota State did it at the right time. They did it uh, when they could have a defense at its heels, and, and they they converted, and it was an awesome play to just kind of take advantage and say, all right, now now try to stop us regularly or else we're going to keep on doing this to you. We're going to throw everything we have at you. And it didn't seem like North Dakota State had much to throw at South Dakota State. Mm-hmm. And South Dakota State just out-coached them, out-coached top to bottom. It didn't out-coached. Con- yeah, it, 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 the game plan, stellar. In-game, uh, great. It didn't seem like they were having debilitating penalties. It seemed like they were converting on third down a lot. That's what you need to do. That's what good coaches do. That's how a team comes prepared to win a national championship. I'm always a supporter of competitive games, and it, it kind of stinks that this one wasn't competitive. Um, but I, nonetheless, I, I couldn't think of a more deserving team to win the national championship this year. And I... And I know it's going to be in the comments. I'm not going to read the comments on this video. Why would we? Because it's going to give me a headache. But there is no bias in this statement. This South Dakota State team, we've been saying it since the beginning of the year, was the best team far and away. It it wasn't even close. And we saw that in the most important game of the season, in the national championship game, in a game that I think a lot of people were saying, Oh, North Dakota State's back. All, all the casuals were like, Oh, North Dakota State's in this. They're they're just gonna they're gonna win another one. They're gonna win their tenth one in 12 years, I think. I'm sure someone's going to fact check me on that in the comments, but I I think that credit needs to be given to South Coast State and how freaking yeah. good this team was this year. There are multiple draft picks, uh, even if Gronowski's not going to declare, but even if Isaiah Davis comes back and Gronowski comes back, doesn't hop in the portal, which I don't think he will. Tucker Craft's gone. Uh, Bach, I believe, is gone. A number of these offensive linemen are going to be gone. But returning guys that are going to get drafted next year. You've got guys that are going to get drafted this year. They front to back were the most talented team in the country. And it almost like they were the North Dakota State roster this year. We're used to they seeing were. North Dakota State being the team that has all of the talented players. Christian Watson, anyone on the O-line, a couple defensive yeah. players that are really good. And then, um, you know, a couple quarter, normally a quarterback every year. And this year, South Dakota State. Yeah. And, and again, I just, I want to give them credit. Like this was a, a very prolific season is the best way to phrase it they were a couple safeties away against iowa from, i know from being perfect and I, I i said this i south dakota state fans were upset that they didn't beat iowa and i said look i'm repeating a, a previous take i had be patient that's a really good momentum starter for the season because it's a really it good defensive team and just wait and we saw that those things came to fruition against fcs opponents that can't ask for a better game and for a better way to end the season. You really can't. 506 total yards compared to North Dakota State's 420. Third down efficiency, North Dakota State 5 for 12. South Dakota State 9 for 14. 
what else do you want from that? What else yeah. could you ask from that? You you know on a third down you're going to be able to convert. So impressive for this team. It's been a team that acted like a unit all year. They looked like they were confident all year. They had plenty of star power, well coached, top to bottom, great offensive line, and played with the tenacity that you really like in, a, in football. It felt like a football team. That's what I liked about them. It wasn't a team where it, just, it, it felt like a cohesive group that were able to go out there, maintain a game plan, and beat you. And they would beat you in the cold. They would beat you in a dome. They would beat you wherever. And that's why I, I think that all the props do have to go to the South Dakota State team. North Dakota State fans, if you're going to be grumpy about it, be grumpy about it because it's a marker game 2.0 in the national championship and you lost. But uh, you know what? You've been taking it for, for granted a while now, by the way. You've been taking it for granted <laughs> for a while with all your championships. You're always in it, and now you lost to – uh, previously little brother and now they came up and, and, and stuck you right in the mouth Good by the for way them. Did, did you notice you almost had a little bit of a green eggs and ham moment there you said they'll beat you in a dome they'll beat you at home <laughs> you, you could have really had you could have had the sure. clip of the century <laughs> if you carried that <laughs> look man you just got to be happy for the south south Dakota state team you just i'm sorry i'm an idiot i'm entertained too easily uh no i'm, I'm happy for him but sean I want to, a couple things I want to talk about here to wrap up the show. Looking ahead, which is, you can never look ahead too early. Assuming Gronowski and Isaiah Davis come back, I truly believe that the expectation should be a national championship again next year. Uh, I don't see this team being completely decimated. I don't, I think that in terms of losing guys, I just highlighted all the players in this year's draft class that are going to be gone. Tucker craft is we already know going to be gone and you're going to lose some offensive line starters as well, but they more than anything refill really well. And one thing that we learned, especially from Tucker craft setting an example, I don't think a lot of guys or any guys, really any big name players are going to hop in the portal like we've seen some from some other FCS programs. I think there's a lot of pride in the local guys and the guys from the Midwest and from that big sky country that they want to be a part of this program in the future. So if you still have your starting quarterback and your starting running back, two of the best players at their positions in the country, I think that they are the favorite, without a doubt, to repeat next season as national champions. It would be a very... It'd be very good, but we also know that continuously North Dakota State retools really well. South Dakota State, let's see how deep you are. That's what I have to see. If they're that deep and they can have a program where you have players leave, step up, and then you don't miss a beat on the talent or the strength, you don't miss a beat on the size, then you have a real shot to, to repeat. But you're going... Uh, I'm not going to uh, – we have to admit North Dakota State keeps on showing up in the championship for a reason because they have depth. They have guys that want to go play there. They have guys that want to stay there. Some guys leave for the portal. Some guys go to the draft, but that's because they're going to the portal of the draft or they're going to play at LSU, uh, CC Jabril Cox. All right, yeah. but for the most part, if we're talking about retooling, step up, now you're doing the job, North Dakota State's the best in the FCS at that. They are, and I'm, I, there's no denying that. South Dakota State, now it's your turn in the offseason, bring in some recruits, work the portal, and then have a team that can come back and do the same thing. That's what you have to do that's because that's what North Dakota State's doing. And if we see this repeat matchup again next year, I won't be surprised. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, 
for the ones who get it done. Surprised. So, Sean, the, I want to take the North Dakota State angle here, too, because last year, Cam Miller wins it and he has an amazing game. And leading into the season, the whole offseason, we spent so much time talking about, wow, like he, young guy, true freshman or redshirt freshman. I think he was a redshirt freshman and his accomplishments, winning the job in the middle of the season, producing the results that he did. We were saying if he takes that next step, this North Dakota State team is going to be unstoppable. This is a kid who could be the next um, draft pick at quarterback for North yeah. Dakota State. And he kind of bottomed out. If anything, I think there might have been a slight regression. And I, I admittedly, Sean, uh, and Bison fans are not going to be happy to hear this. I'm a little bit concerned with the direction of the quarterback position. Part of me wonders with the amount of guys that are still in the portal, there are still some names. Um, the big ones off the top of my head, I'd have to double check because they're escaping me at this moment. But I think you need to bring in some competition and not back up from Virginia Tech or back up from Michigan competition. I, I think you need like or third string from Michigan competition. I think you need to bring in some legit competition, uh, guys that were big starters at other FCS programs, or maybe somebody who got beaten out for a starting job at another program, you need to get competition for Cam Miller. And I, I truly think that Cam can step up to the occasion and, and beat out that competition. But if you want to get back to this game and you want to be competitive again, you have to bring in somebody that is either going to light a fire under Cam's ass during this offseason to refine those issues or can upgrade at the position so you don't have these issues in various games like we've seen him cause during the season. I know that there's other issues with the roster that need to be fixed, and they're going to be losing big players like Cody Mock to the draft. Yeah. But y- y- you got to retool, and I think it all starts at the quarterback position, knowing the history of the position at North Dakota State. I'm convinced that they will be. I'm sure that they will be, and I'm sure that it will also be a truly open competition. If it's spring reps and Cam Miller's got rep uh, rep one with the ones, then okay, next series uh, backup McGee is going to have rep one with rep two with the ones. All right, so this is how <laughs> backup we're gonna, McGee. What am I? I mean, that's, <laughs> take it or leave it with the names, but. It has to be an open competition. It cannot just be. I, who were the two? Who was dummy starting for Michigan this year before McCarthy took over? Because Cade uh, McNamara, but he's going to Iowa. Yes, yes, I know he's going to Iowa, but he was starting, and then they realized they had somebody better, and they put in McCarthy. And McCarthy proved to be better than Cade McNamara this season. So if no, if if North Dakota State has to take that same approach, they should because it'll work out better for them instead of staying with a guy who might not be able to do it. And that's obviously going to be the coach's call and who they bring in. It, it might not be that uh, that joker that wears the pajama pants that that's going to be playing at Tennessee next year. All right, but you know what I'm talking about the Wait. like the five star that committed to Tennessee. Oh, Nico Ayamalave. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, pardon me. I just knew him as Nico. I forgot his first name. I I was more thrown off by the pajama pants thing. What, what's the, he what's throws, the history he, of that? He throws seven on seven in pajama pants. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, those are the clips I've been seeing. That is extremely goofy. Actually, I, I'm admittedly looking right now. There's not a lot of really exciting options. Uh, Hank Bachmeyer from Boise State is actually somebody I, mm-hmm. I would totally pick up the phone for and and try to motivate him to come there because if he goes to another situation, he's going to be competing and might get beaten out. Tristan Gebbia from Oregon State, we saw him play some games, but now DJU's there, so like he's in the portal. Sawyer Robinson from Mississippi State. There are options out there. They're going to have to do their homework. They're going to have to go and find somebody 
competitive for the position. But I, I think we can both agree here, though, that while they're going to have to retool and develop and they've got the depth at other positions, I just I truly believe that at the very least competition at the position is key. I'm not saying it's that needed. guy needs to immediately come in and start, but the competition is important. I would say it's definitely needed for the team, even though they probably all have Cam Miller's back through for 260 yards today. Congratulations. But we we know what we see on the film when we watch the game. And that's the real difference maker is, is knowing what you see compared to seeing what you see in a box score. And I think we're both decent at that. So uh, uh, seeing that there should be some type of competition uh, in the spring or in camp next year before the Bisons next season. Yeah, I think it's good to wrap us up, Sean. Um, not much to talk about this game because it was such a blowout. Yeah. But appreciate everyone who tuned in all season long. And I just like quick shout out to like everybody. This was a historic se- season for us in terms of viewership. Uh, those who endured and, and kind of hung around through the rebrand, if you will, where we opened up our conversations to FBS and are gung-ho and excited to be a part of the community of Hack City listeners. Thank you to everyone and just been a huge, huge fun season. And we're excited for the off season. We're excited to transition and talk about a lot of fun things. We're going to open things up for interviews like we did over the the summer. And we're going to get ready and tooled up for tooled up is not a good word to use. Uh, we're going to get ready to go for the gotcha. off season. There's going to yeah, be a lot yeah, of fun content. Tooled go. up sounds really inappropriate. Tool it up. Tool it up. Hack City. Is that, you I got a, tooled up in Hack City. There's your shirt. <laughs> There's your shirt. <laughs> All right, you got to closing thoughts or right, we get to wrap it up. Uh, Sanderson Ready on Twitter, at Jody Leon on Twitter, Hack City on YouTube. Turn the notifications on. Turn the notifications on. Uh, <laughs> we might be doing something after the national championship. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Drive safe. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.